It was a Friday night, I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out and she took off my pants, but then I turned on the TV. And that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. And I saw more of these Let's run this again. Do we have to? Hmm. One of these years we'll get it right. Wow, yeah. What 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 year is this? How many years have we been doing this? Enough. Well, we had a partial in 15. It was most of a year, two-thirds of a year in 15. And then four years in 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, that's a lot of new that's a lot of new music. Well no, that's a lot of old music now, because anything in 2015 yeah, is now incredibly old. Yeah, it's 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 even old for Double J now. Yeah, I suspect well, what was their 2015 stuff that um, that Ten Commandos album was probably is probably not even getting a scare on Double J these days. <sighs> well, I have to say the going through the um, other people's top ten, other people's album album of the uh, album of the year the pitchforks list. and your enemies and so forth. Yeah. I don't know if I did Pitchfork. I did Rolling Stone. Yeah. NME, Guardian, Double J. I didn't even bother with Triple J. I just think that's 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 well. You know, as we speak, Triple J are, are doing the that. hottest one hundred, and uh, you know, bless them. I hope they enjoy that. Um, I did. I did actually. I, I looked at their listeners' top ten albums of the year, uh, and the number one album of the year was Spacey Jane's "Here Comes Everybody." And uh, as you and I know, Spacey Jane are mediocre milquetoast bullshit, and uh, that's exactly what their album sounds like. Weirdly enough. But wouldn't have you thought the Bobby Lees was a, a perfect Triple J band back in the day? Yeah, but back in the day, the kids aren't like that anymore. They want fucking deeply mediocre, so. jangled, twee, okay. indie, that, that, whimperings. That's, that's cool. That's, that's what kids are like now. What's everyone else's excuse then? I don't know. Triple J's other albums, they had their ballpark music. They're the Gang of Youth, which is just Hillsong bullshit. Ocean Alley, they're all the same fucking band, essentially. Yeah. King Stingray, which we liked. Um, Sly Withers, Wet Leg. We, we liked the Wet Leg album. Daniel yeah, Johns, the, the wet Arctic le- Monkeys, which which will probably come up in other lists, and uh, and something else. Wet Leg was the uh, across all, you know, across yeah. all lists. Wet Leg seemed to be the consensus. Yeah, it, uh, it was number two in know, the NME. It was number eight in the in the, the Guardian charts. It was number seven in the Triple J chart. It was number one on Richard Kingsmill's top albums of twenty twenty two, which I found somehow. He had Kendrick but Lamar do- number three because he's a fucking moron who needs to be fed to a shark. <laughs> um, uh, and it was number six I- on Double J's list because Double J's list is different from Triple J's list. I, I know you never take my suggestions for show titles, but can you please make it he was a moron that needed to be fed to a shark? <laughs> no, only if I can make it Richard Kingsmill needs to be fed to a shark. <laughs> Um, I don't look, know whether whether Apple will let us say Richard Keysville is a moron who needs to be a shark. Anyway, uh, uh, and, uh, and Wet Leg was number ten on on Rolling Stones chart. So that's just to say that that they were almost as ubiquitous as fucking Beyonce, because that terrible shit disco album she made was on everybody's list, and I don't get it. Because and, and Kendrick, Ken Kendrick was yeah like high on a lot of lists, and it's For just sure. like. It was bad. It was, okay. it was genuinely bad. It, it, hand in your fucking journalism passes, guys, because it, you're- He's the new Kanye. He's s- going to be Kanye in an album's time. 
you, you, the, a lot of these lists are just slaves to celebrity or stuff that was good previously. Yeah. And, and like, it's almost I, I as went though in with this. The, the, the fact that music is so fragmented means that they cling to celebrity and previously listened yeah. to in order to feel yep. somehow anchored and somehow relevant. But it's not like that. You've got to be trawling every corner in order to find the stuff. You can't just go, oh, I'll just fucking, I'll just look for who's got the most Instagram followers and their music will clearly but, be the best. But some of the reviews of the albums were, were just fucking made me infuriatingly angry. It's like, did you listen to this fucking album? Because what you're describing is not what was on the record. Yeah. Particularly uh, that, that Kendrick describing- one. Particularly that Kendrick one. It was, it was hard. Oh, even- it, it Even was Beyonce, obnoxious like, and offensive. I mean, Beyonce's was just inert and pointless, but Kendrick's was genuinely unpleasant and misogynist, and and yeah. all the fake progressives who are claiming to, claiming it as an achievement need to fucking look at themselves and look at why they're putting it forward. And I've lost respect for anybody who put that forward as an album that was worth listening to. Well, that that's the thing. <laughs> we we reviewed an album from an interesting hip-hop voice that had something interesting to say, that had an interesting style, and it was nowhere to be seen. I didn't ah, see it on one top 50 list. Ah, Kerrang! magazine, the, the British- Oh, really? R- rock and metal- the, the British rock and metal magazine gave Jesus Bob Dylan their Christ. album of the year. How about that? Good on you, Kerrang! Krang, you, I bow down to your superior journalistic yeah. skills. We're giving you the fucking like, the metal horns. Apparently, um, Bob Villain's missus turned up to accept the award, which was the, ext- the, the interesting thing. Like, and and Fantasy always talks about this about his movie podcast is that like he he's doing it because he loves movies, but he's also doing it to try and impart to other people, hey, this is really good art that you should actually go and see. And that's how I feel about. Like I read all these lists, and I'm like, we, we should get fucking serious about this podcast because why people are being That's told work. T- told that that shit music is really good. Like all of these lists are like, so th- this is the thing, right? We the whole concept of this, you know, let's go and look at the top fifty lists was let's try and discover something, um, you know that that we missed, and there was a whole heap of stuff where I, I looked at the album covers and went. I listened to three or four tracks of this and decided that I would get laughed at by my podcast partner if I suggested this as an album. And you guys put it in your fucking top 50. It didn't even make the cut. And we listened to a hundred new albums last year. It didn't make the cut for us. And well, you put it in the top 50. Our, our, our taste, if anything, line up in terms of what we re- least review, lines up probably yeah. most with the NME because- their top 10, nine, the 1975, Rosalia, I've listened to those two albums. They're not good. Uh, the Nova no. Twins album, which was shit, but we did listen to yeah. it. Um, the number five was Kendrick. The number four was Fontaine's DC. The number three was Beyonce. The number two was Wet Leg. Yeah, we listened to all those albums. And the number one was Arctic Monkeys because clearly they were hacked by either Vince Regani or, um, or uh, Ben Kazupi because uh, I, I did, I did f- listen to that, that Arctic Monkeys album. Because I loved their first Lactic Monkeys album, and I've, I've every album following that has been like a Half Life thing, where I've liked it half as much to the point where I do not like anything they do now. But I listen to it, and I finally understand what Alex Turner is actually doing with modern Arctic Monkeys stuff. Because what he's doing is basically sixties lounge crooner shit. 
He's kind of he's nervous. <laughs> he's been to hell and back a rack. And if you can if Jesus you can forget Christ, if you can forget, you know, you kind of forget who it is and you just suspend your disbelief and you forget the label. It almost works, but you have to really concentrate. This is not the Arctic Monkeys. This is just some masturbatorial project from somebody who thinks he's a fucking 60s lounge singer. And what I finally realised is that Alex Turner thinks he's Mike Patton, and he's just trying to do Mike Patton-y, ludicrous, I can pull anything off because I'm a fucking genius kind of stuff. Now that works but if you're you Mike Patton. Mike Patton can like land that plane. I'm not convinced Alex Turner isn't just going to cap fucking Captain Sully it into the fucking Hudson. So the, a couple of the other things I noticed: uh, a reasonable consensus around that um, uh, Danger Mouse and Black Thought album. Like, yeah, the, people a, a, people a tended to like it. Oh, but even the reviews of it were up and down. Uh, n- not not too dissimilar to what we said, which was it has really good moments. There's some gems in it. The the um, production's pretty tight, but it you know meanders in places. Yeah, and, and it's sort of finished in the tw- you know 30s to 40s in a lot of lists. Yeah, um, I did see. Yeah, yeah, that's actually true. It was um, yeah 40s in the Guardian, uh, 30s in the NME list. You know, it, it was kind of it hung around a bit, but it was kind of. I think we all kind of felt the same thing was that we wish this was better. We wish they'd, they'd yep. tried a bit fucking harder. So, so my question for you is: Is the next Bobby Lee's album going to be like, like, is it going to be in the next Sims where you know Kingsmill and all these guys are going to get on the next Bobby Lee's album? I don't and think the, so. It's not going to be as good. And I don't think. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that style is going to be fashionable. Yeah, it's going to well, be the, something the, like, like the, uh, the Black Keys didn't show up in any of the lists either, and I thought that was interesting. It's it's almost like they're outside. I would have thought they were in this the double industry. They, I thought they might turn up in the double J list, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but they didn't. Um, no. Which, like, which I thought was like Enemy Yard Act. Okay. That yeah, was that was You mentioned that a as, solid one your, album. as one of your um also mentioned. Yeah, ones. it was solid. It was decent. I, I I I look, I was glad to see it there. I was glad to see it in their list. Um I actually went through and reviewed some of these albums. I listened to the weekend's album. Um which oh, okay, was Okay, so I, I I've listened to that and I, I did not like I had that as a joker for probably since it dropped because I so so I've got I've got real thoughts about that album. I, I actually think Tell me about when it. he turns off his auto tune and his voice cracks and breaks and sounds natural, I actually think he's a real quite an interesting artist. When he turns on the auto tune, he's just another R and B. Well, another. Like, like it, I, I think I figured out the problem with with the weekend because it's kind of whimpery eighties new wave synth pop. You know, it feels like mm. we've been here before and this whole thing died long ago. It's like, it's, it's weakened at Bernie's. But my question is, is this the whitest sounding black music on the market? <laughs> because <laughs> Probably. it's all written by Max Martin, that fucking Swedish cunt who writes all yeah, of yeah. Taylor Swift shit. And Swedish House Mafia are in and all, all in the production and all the stuff that sounds like EDM. So although this is, this is white as hell. And then, you know, I'm not going to complain that music is made by white people, but is it any, Wonder that it sounds, you know, it sounds no. very washed out and generic and and pitched to the the safest audience in the crowd. It's it's really not it's that fucking surprise. Max it, Martin, all you need to say is Max fucking Martin. You know, you're getting generic yes. pop when you know when when Max Martin's the writer on the fucking songs. So that that was the thing, right? Is 
he's written a couple of bangers and there's a couple of his songs that I like, but I reckon it, my hit rate with The Weeknd is about 5% mm. and I just I, I just wonder what it would be like if he got a producer that just went, let's fuck all this off. I can and, take one of his songs, and, and, but an album of his songs is yeah. just kind of, yeah, fucking good on you, A mate. bit too much, Have a great yeah. time. Um, I also listened to the Sudan Archives album, which was Pitchfork's number two. This is Nashville Brown Prom Queen. It had a similar vibe to like, Simbi era Sims, like that last album. You know, sometimes okay. I might be introvert, but a little bit less salty and maybe a little bit more R and B soul West Africa influenced. Probably a little bit more interesting than either Sims's album from this year or Bay's album from this year, which is to say, not super, but might be worth being a near to if you're into that sort of stuff. The other thing I thought that might be of interest to you is um the Big Thief album, Dragon Warm, New Warm Mountain, I believe in you. It's kind of a bit all over the place, but there's kind of downbeat acoustic, world beat pop, bluegrass, sad in dirges mostly. And basically my, my review note is this is some Bezo shit because um, it's miserable. I just thought it was well, your kind, of, kind of your space. Wooloo made one of the lists and I immediately stopped reading. I'm like, if you've got this in your top 50, I do not need to pay attention to you. Did you listen to the Rosalia album? Because it's made a lot of lists as well. I did, it and it's, ju- it's just fucking Spanish R&B. I couldn't, I couldn't okay. see what everyone was excited about. It was just... Wow, well, it's got, well, a, it's got a semi-naked person on the, well, on, just, on the cover. That's just, probably why. It's fucking Shakira. What, what are we doing? Yeah. And uh, the 1975s album got a lot of pump, but... I was out on this evening before listening because I heard that old, the old mate from the band got filmed sucking on a random punter's thumbs. Like, it's just, you don't know what she's been doing with that thumb. She could have been putting it anywhere. It's a fucking pandemic on you, cunt. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, so fuck the 1975. Um, it was a shit year. It wasn't even born. The, the Double J list is just such a let's lean into our thing. Like, Midnight Oil and uh, not Alex Lloyd, um, Ben Lee both making the. Well, to be honest, a lot of the years. albums we listen to are in that list. Let's say Third Midnight Oil, The Baths, Koji Radical, Obonja, yeah. um, fucking- did, 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 uh, we, did, did we give any of them a good review, though? That's not the other point. Than, I mean, other, the, than the, lo- other than the Black Thought. The point that you made was that, you know, just the fact that they made the cut to be reviewed is actually a- which is not something I'd thought about. The fact that we actually- there is a, a hidden level of assessment that even- you, before you even bring it to the table, it has to be of a certain quality. And I hadn't actually thought about that, but mm. that's true, is that we're essentially pre-culling for the top 100 before we even, mm. in an indirect kind of way, uh, before we even, even oh, bring it to market. I absolutely will give a couple of tracks a listen. and uh, like I try not to listen mass- to the album massive- itself. I try to like listen to the stuff off their last album just because yeah. I don't want to spoil it because I'm a fucking uh, child. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also the person um, who doesn't want to, he didn't want to look at like the presents under the tree on Christmas, before Christmas Day, because I didn't want to start getting ideas about what might be under there. So, uh, take, take of that what you will. I, I definitely did not come out of this experiment going, oh, we missed an, a great album. That's no, I've sure. been reassured how, how intellectually superior we are to the majority of music reviewers, which uh, I, the, I suspect the, the isn't going to, isn't going to fucking dissuade people from thinking we're arrogant cunts who, who are, have ideas about the station. <laughs> oh, that's probably true. Oh, okay. We we might be, but and we're not we wrong. Put the fucking work in, man. It's like it's like okay. You've got Wooloo at thirty seven. I'm pretty sure I know more about music than you do. It's like seriously. Oh, fuck me. Well, Wooloo um, wasn't the greatest crime of music last year. 
Not I've got a much bigger problem the- with Kendrick at two than Wulu at thirty-seven. Yeah, that's true. I will credit Wulu uh- for having a crack at something that they that he was trying to pull off. I don't know what Kendrick was trying to do other than get out of paying for therapy. I guess this year I'm going to try and do a little less legacy stuff. Um, oh, I'll do more. I, I don't. I don't know how I'm going to go with that. You though, don't. You don't need to pick a lot of legacy stuff. Yeah, I think I pick more legacy stuff from stuff that we've already done. Though. Well, it depends what you want to define as legacy. You mean like leg- bands that we've done an album on that we like? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't. I just see that or, as legacy. Or, or I think more legacy is you know bands like you too, like bands who've been around for yes. a long time. <laughs> that, that's kind of how well, I define that- legacy. I was, I was looking at the new uh, the new albums for this year. Uh, there's a Moby album. There's an Iggy Pop album. Yeah, uh, Moby uh, dropped there's the, a bel- the, like on, on New Year's Day. New Year's Day. Uh, there's a Bell and Sebastian album. Uh, what else is there? You're there's right. an Ella Hooper Apparently album. Apparently you're reading out my, my list of new releases. <laughs> <laughs> there's, um, what, you're going to pick Moby? Um, no, I'm going to pick that Iggy Pop album, though, because it- for the first time in a long time, he's made a fucking Fuck punk rock album. And let's not okay. forget, Iggy Pop was on the job for Raw Power, which might be the first and greatest punk rock album of all time. Mm. If there well, is any of that in that, then I might be in. I've, I've, got, a, I've got a great little video of um, uh, my, one of my twins who, you know, was, was preemie and – you know, spends half his time on the, you know, gymnastics bars outside and he's just like skinny and ripped and looked like he might have been on a bit of a heroin binge of him strutting around in long pants with no shirt on to, to Iggy Pop's The Look, Passenger. I, I don't like to make comment on other people's kids, but but there is a bit of Iggy Pop to your, to your young lads. <laughs> I know. So I've got this video of him strutting around singing with, with Iggy Pop to The Passenger and it's like, well, you, you do... You know, you sort of fit the yeah. mould, right? But then again, little blokes often look like they're struggling at age. So, yeah, you know. That's, in fact, that's true. My 30 um, year old is pulsing around with his shirt off at the moment, and he looks he looks like he's on heroin. <laughs> Damien, you look like you're on heroin. <laughs> he says he is. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, you, you guys are having an egg. I wonder if he's listening to much Iggy Pop. There's a there's an egg and carbon dioxide shortage in New Zealand at the moment. Is there a heroin heroin shortage? Well, you can't import it, so people just you know lick cane toads mm-hmm. and, and you know make make shake and bake meth. I think that's basically what people do. So, so, so shall we pivot? Shall we pivot? Is that your is that your first first? Well, go let, let's year? go for twenty twenty three. Do we have enough new albums to go for new new new, or do we? Yes, um, I, I have I have one that I'm actually quite interested in. So, all right there. Let's, so let's I will roll. I will will go for that new pop album because. I suspect it'll be. It might be pants, but I did listen to the first five seconds of one of the tracks, and there were massive riffs. And I thought, okay, I'm in. Let's see how this goes. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm in on on Igwood, Igwood Pop. Um, well, see if it breaks my heart. Uh, well, we're going to go with you know punk or punk adjacent stuff to start the year because I'm going to go with bass drum of death. Oh, delightful. Which, you know, I do like uh, some bass drum. Their album's called "Say I Won't," and like well, I was just reading through the wicket, like I sort of start the year with the Wikipedia release, you know, because it's just it gives you everything, and and you sort of look for something that's interesting. Uh, 
The only problem I find early in the year is that they don't have much of the genres. Yeah, so it tends to be the big a, label a, shit. But the thing that that's uh, sort of grabbed my eye was it's a Fat Possum Records um, release, and I know that name. I think we've done a few of their yeah, that's um, few of their releases over the years. That's so. one of the um, Black Keys associated uh, labels. What did you say the album was called? Right. Uh, the so I won't. Cool. Yeah, it only it came out today. Oh, it's grayed out that it might be. It might be ready by the time. Yeah. It Probably says January twenty seventh, so yeah. pro- probably probably tomorrow our time. Yeah. Hopefully that um, will turn up. No, we, we had right. their album so th- of twenty eighteen in our um uh, uh we reviewed it then and, and they were good. They were decent. I think they were you know, a solid top twenty album of, of the you know, it was top quintile, top quartile kind of space. Shall I read you out some things that you'll have to look forward to? There's a new John Frusciante album. There's a new Corn album. There's a new Shania Twain album. Remember when you said There's a you new Young Fathers be good- album? Remember well, I, how I much we enjoyed Fa- that look, Young Fathers? I'd rather have Young Fathers than any of that shit, to be frank. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Yola Tango. I don't mind late Yola Tango. Um, Shall we- it's just funny. Yeah. There's, oh, there's a pigs, 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 pigs album coming out. How many pigs was that? Pigs, pigs with a pair of seven. I think. I, the, I think you're it was a six. bit too. I think I'm Mr. Pigs. They're a bit too raw. But I do, I do like a little bit of that kind of shouty doom. But it is a bit screamy doom. So we'll have to mm. see how that works out. Uh, are we going to do a uh, a yoker this week? Uh, Should we do that, Bell yeah, and Sebastian? Are, yeah, why not? All right, then. We'll Let's do the Bell and Sebastian. I haven't built a, I, I think- um, a 2023 playlist, but I'll do that uh, once the Bass Drum of Death album is live and available for selection. I will probably listen to that Moby album, even though Play is literally I, look, the only I think, thing I, no, I I've think, liked of his. I think the thing with that Moby album is that it's a trance album. Okay. It's like bedroom trance. It's like it's meant to be kind of retro, you know, stuff you'd make on your laptop. Yeah, and, and it's trancey. When it was described, I was thinking, you know, I know he's a flog and makes up, you know, invents the fact that he dated Natalie Portman, but also the fact that he's in a job that I don't give a fuck about. It might also be an issue. I don't think he's making a play-style bangers, if that makes any sense. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. I'll give that a go. But give it a band and, um, and, see, and see how it rolls. Look, that that's not a bad start. A, a punk and punk adjacent start to the year. That seems pretty good for me. sure. <laughs> how much? How much have I changed that I that I'm excited about a punk and punk adjacent you're, start? You're to picking the year? Fucking, I think, I'm pretty sure bass drum and death are a are a black keysy <laughs> black keysish kind of two piece um, mm. kind of operation. So you, well, you- I think I think he even started out as like just. You know, one of those, I'll do it all myself. Entirely possible. You have turned into me circa 2004. This is quite, I don't know if this is a tribute or I need to change my address and and stop answering. Single white female style. It's quite distressing. Music, 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 music. Uh, It's stopped quarantining in the edit shed. That uh, bass drum of death album never turned up on uh, Spotify Australia New Zealand. So uh, we'll put it on pause and see if it turns up later in the year. But in the meantime... Uh, Bezo's just going to do that Moby album, uh, which turns out to be ambient. So that should be extremely Rufus to Soul areas. Back to the show. 
Music, 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 music. Yeah, the, the, the end of year list was not as as fun as I thought it would be. Well, I was like, I, I, I find joy in in ripping on much better paid music critics. Fucking. Uh, terrible takes. So I got huge amounts of choice by listening to the albums they thought were good and then picking the obvious holes in them and saying, actually, this is shit for really obvious reasons. I don't understand what the fuck is wrong with you. I, I, I just find it remarkable that you that they did not discover our top two. Like, because, And the reason I'm so sort of uh, like baffled by it- Bob Villain, I feel, was a real miss. Bob Villain was a massive miss because- yeah. It's an it's an important album, right? I can understand to a certain extent the the missing Bobby Lee's because you could say, okay, this is in that kind of John Spencer thrashy blues kind of thing. Maybe maybe that's just not a thing that people are into. But yeah, just it's sort of not not popular. Bob Villain is urgent and modern and now, and I don't understand why the fuck. Uh, and just really, really, really well done. Yeah, I just don't that's, understand that's the why. Other- it was only yeah. Kerrang, the metal magazine, that went, hey, this hip-hop album is exactly the spirit of what we are about before fucking them. Anyway. I, I am going to go on uh, – I'm going to go <laughs> read that read that top list now just to see what oh, they It was a bit confusing it. because they – like their top ten was different from their album of the year. They had an album of the year yeah. and then their top ten had their album of the year third. And I, I didn't really understand yeah, what their okay. operation was. But they, they have given their album of the year to, to Bob Villain and then it finished third in their top ten. And I presume that was a different time period. I presume there was like different cutoffs. But I didn't yep. really understand. I, I, I went to a few um a few parties with, oh, clang. with the crew We've all got stuff going that, on. that I, I hang with that go to a lot of live stuff, right? They they you know, they're really big and like I like these are the people you punish uh, I, I, with your bad music choices, and they just go, "No, we'd rather listen to Rufus to song." Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, because they go to a lot of live music, like you know, it's a real effort. And I just, you know, I can't I'm sort old. of muster the be bothered. Yeah, muster the the effort anymore. And I was talking to them, and I'm like, "Yeah, but you guys listen to heaps of new music," and they're like. No, no, you, you're pretty much exclusively where we get our new music from. It's like, you know, it's, it's you like, and Triple J, we, we discover it. Yeah, we discover it either three or four years after it's been released, or is like it it appears on your on that playlist on that um on that WhatsApp group that we've got. It's like, it, you know, if you, if you because they know that I. I will only, you know, I'm reluctant to uh, you're put something put on there. You're not going to put them unless you know it's stuff that they will like. Yeah, you're not the, the, I think it's either. You're not going to dump every fucking shitty punk band that I like on their fucking list. Yeah. It'd be funny, though. Like, I'll put stuff up that I know that might not necessarily be their style, but um, but I'm not going to put stuff up unless I really, unless I'm willing to argue the point in person, right? You know, I know if I'm going to see them at a party and they're like, oh, I really didn't like that Bob Villain album, it's like, well, fuck you, man. I was like, let's go. Let's have an argument about it. But, yeah. I can understand not liking it because you made you feel uncomfortable, but I feel like then the listener needs to interrogate to themselves why it made them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Vanessa wasn't a massive fan of the, the, the abrasiveness of the music. Um yeah. Which I can sort of understand. That's not for everyone, but it's well, like if you don't what, like your music to, to fucking to, to be violent like that. I mean, it's been like the um, Alien Weaponry album to that extent. It's, yes, yes. It's like the and, message and, is really important, also, but also 
it's like being punched in the face in a, in a sonic sense. And it's like, well, mm. you've, you've got to be comfortable with that trade-off. Yep. All right, Doc, we have begun yes. another year. Another year of being punched in the face. Enjoy this, listeners. Uh, all right. We punch with love. Yes, that's right. We, we, we do it for you, people. We do it for you. All right, I'll catch you on the flip side. Cheers, bro. See ya. Nobetween's got a lot of air for some of the British songs. Yeah. That wasn't a good album at all. It was shit. No. Basically, nobody has taste as good as us, and I think that's what we really need to focus on. Look, look, I'm I'm willing to admit um, that, uh, like, I'm willing to admit that I've got passion projects, right? Like Simsy, right? Uh, yeah. I've got blind spots, but how can you, how can you overlook that Bob Villain album? In like, favour of the Kendrick. I just don't. See, well, that's, that's the thing, thing I don't right. get. That, is that, like, that Kendrick album has some rancid fucking lyrics, right? If, you, if you're a reviewer. If you put them side by side and you take away whatever background and whatever marketing bullshit you have in your head about why one is more important yeah. in a zeitgeisty sense than the other, I don't understand how you put them side by side and go, the Kendrick album had more to say than I wanted to hear. Because it had nothing to say I wanted to hear. In fact, I wanted to run away from it. It was horrible. Ah, <laughs> uh, dear. All right, dude. You feeling a bit better? No, I feel. I actually feel worse. <laughs> but I have a fantastic radio voice right now. <laughs> Bones Highland. <laughs> Bones Highland. <laughs>